The following is a live broadcast of a Lone Star Community Radio program. Recorded and broadcasted live on IRLoneStar.com, Connors FM 104.5, 106.1, and Facebook.com slash IRLoneStar. For more information on this show, please visit our show page at IRLoneStar.com slash shows. To sponsor or donate to this program, visit our donate page at IRLoneStar.com slash donate. Or email us at lscrstudios at gmail.com or give us a call at 936-666-1084. Lone Star Community Radio production and broadcast is possible by folks like you. So sponsor and donate today. You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZWLP Conroe and 106.1 KZCCLP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Extension Hour. I'm Amy Ressler, County Extension Agent for Family and Community Health. And I have my co-worker with me here today, Mr. Michael Potter, who is our County Extension Agent for Horticulture. You say hi, Mike. Horticulture, inside yeah. the lines, yes, inside the fences. Yeah, so, yeah, you say inside the fences because, uh, you know, the extension officers, extension service, uh, a lot of people don't realize all of the things that we do. And we do have um, agriculture, of course, mm-hmm. agri-life, so the agriculture part of life. And um, we have an ag agent who does ag and natural resources. And so the kind of the way you guys divide up your responsibility, so to speak, is you're yeah. inside the fence, he's outside, outside the, the fence. Fences, yeah. yeah. Everything that has four legs and walks is his. And, <laughs> yeah. And then I always say the things that are like inside the house, those are, that's family and community health mm-hmm. pretty much. And then of course our kids, we've got our 4-H mm-hmm. um, and urban youth development program. So mm-hmm. we're really fortunate here in Montgomery County to have um, a big staff um, comparatively I mean you know yeah. I would say it's a it's a large staff but this is a large yeah. county, county so we uh, do our best to, to cover everything um, so this is the extension hour and we're here on Fridays 1 to 2 p.m. Um, but you know there's this been this world pandemic thing happening yeah. <laughs> and so um, we took a couple of weeks few weeks off um, just to, trying to, to regauge what's going on and what we can should do just like you know the rest of mm-hmm. Texas um, but we are back today uh, to talk about um, some of the things that haven't been canceled, some of the things that people have been doing, such right. as gardening. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, even though the office was closed to the public for a, sh- a short amount of time, um, just for safety precautions, but uh, man, we got lots of phone calls. <laughs> and tons of emails. Yes. 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 So that's a, that's a big part of what you do is just answering those. What are some mm-hmm. of the most common things that you've been Uh, Well, during the whole pandemic, a lot of people were getting out, uh, looking at their yards a little closer. I kind of like to say it's micromanaging because Mm -hmm. everything becomes a problem, even though it may not be. But it's it's all a part of the educational process of how we you know teach them hey you know just because a one leaf on a tree has a brown a brown leaf you know it's it's not necessarily an issue um and we can kind of teach people how to look at things but you know vegetable gardening had been something and then of course people's lawns had been Mm. a major issue of course with the you know we had some dry periods there so it kind of changed how we're looking at things yeah so you get um, a lot of questions about brown patch. Am I saying that right? Uh, Even yeah. before the yeah, lar- large. Yeah. Well, they they it's AKA because evidently you know sometime along the way they changed the name of it like uh, they like to do yeah. with this. Um, so they 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 call it large patch now. Uh-huh. Um, but and that's typically something that happens more in the early fall or, or early spring as well uh, when the temperatures are a lot cooler. And as we progress into the summer, we get what they call take all root rot, which is a kind of like a systemic issue with turf grass that kills off the whole grass. Mm. So some so of those issues. Large patch. Is there a, is there a small patch? Yes. Is and there a medium really? patch? Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> <All laughs> that, that, that small patch gets mm-hmm. in there and then it becomes a very large patch too. So yeah, <laughs> it, it can be that way. Of course, like I said, our phone's been still. We get lots mm-hmm. of uh, phone calls, phone messages, um, email messages. And mm-hmm. one of the things we've been telling people, so we also get a lot of 
um, foot traffic. So mm-hmm. a lot of people come by, yeah. want to talk to one of the agents mm-hmm. about whatever their issue is. Or our master gardeners, right. we've got awesome volunteer group. Mm-hmm. Um, they man the phone room. They take care of all the gardens there around the office. Do just a wonderful job, and they're full of information. Thank goodness, because yes. um, you know what I just said. There's there's yeah. like five, six extension agents, but um, <laughs> we can't do it all, no, and particularly with all. the um, gardening kind of things. So mm-hmm. having those master gardeners is really really helpful. But one mm-hmm. of the things that we recommend is if people do have a question, take a picture of it, mm-hmm. email it with a detailed mm-hmm. um, a question about mm-hmm. it. So tell us kind of what you're seeing, and then yeah. we can get back with you by email, and that mm-hmm. way you don't necessarily have to, you know, to come in. and Try to come in mm-hmm. and, yeah, risk being exposed or whatever, just getting out. Uh, a lot of that stuff can be done through email. Yep. Um, you know, the Master Gardeners have an M- email, which is mcmga9020 at gmail.com. Uh, and then of course I have my email. If they can't answer things, they send them on to me. Um, but if you read the Conroe Courier, you'll see my email in the Courier. Uh, so you can also send it to my email at mpotter at ag.tamu.edu. Yeah, so because you do you do a lot of news articles, mm-hmm. new co- news columns as Weekly. well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So what was your most recent? Uh, most recent was fire ants. Ah. I th- actually, fire ants comes out tomorrow. So okay. Yeah, because with all the recent rain and everything, that's what's going to happen next. Is it's going to dry up a little bit, and then the fire ants are going to come up, and start making mounds again. So mm-hmm. they're going to be more noticeable. So try to do things that are very relevant to what's going on, weather wise or fungal or lawn or garden whatever it is sure so if anybody wants to um look at past articles mm-hmm. you can conroe courier mm-hmm. and then just uh, yeah. look for michael potter and you'll see all of the um, articles that you've done yes, so ma'am. yeah and then um so also so world pandemic had a little bit of a shutdown mm-hmm. um trying to to uh, manage things um but you know there there is a good amount of work that we were doing anyway mm-hmm. that was, was sort of what we would consider virtual. So a lot of emails, like we just mentioned, Mm -hmm. the um, uh, news articles that you do, a lot of um, online work. So Mm -hmm. um, Facebook um, and and then the um, website. So we've got a We've got a fairly yeah. decent yeah. Um, web page that mm-hmm. we have for our Montgomery County office. Mm-hmm. And then Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service just general has a really great mm-hmm. website. Um, there's one called Texas Help, H-E-L-P, mm-hmm. texashelp.tamu.edu, which is a um, all, all about disasters. And mm-hmm. right now there's a lot of good information about yeah. COVID. Um, Master Gardeners have their own. MCMGA.com, their own website and Facebook. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing that we did during this time, too, um, Aggie Horticulture, yeah. and it's aggie-horticulture.tamu.edu. Uh, we did some live streaming events through Facebook, which was fun because mm-hmm. we got to see a lot of the agents, uh, different agents around the state through horticulture, got to see their lawns and their <laughs> landscapes and go, ooh, you know, maybe he doesn't. Uh, it's kind of like, you know, go to the electrician's house. You know, he's got a lot of problems mm-hmm. because he can't fix his own. So same thing with us horticulture agents, yep. too. So. Got a close-up view of your lawn, right? Yeah. You are talking about turf <laughs> management and your, yes. your uh, son got mm-hmm. to be the cameraman. Yep. Son was a cameraman. I, th- I thought there was, was your gift. Yeah, but the daughter was there just in case, and uh, almost got to see a battle behind the scenes, which would mm-hmm. have been funny and comical. But uh, it, it was quite funny. My my daughter was moving a water hose, and my son was trying to find the mute button or something so he could tell her, "Hey, stop!" But uh, it, it was quite quite comical, though. Mm-hmm. But you know, different situation, and you know, trying to do things off the cuff, which is very different for us. Uh, you know, we typically like to do face-to-face programming, but, you know, this has kind of forced us into doing more online programming, sure. which is good. Yeah, and because, um, yeah, trying to stay uh, responsive mm-hmm. and relevant. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, obviously we've got some really great information um, with Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service, all mm-hmm. research-based, non-biased. So, you know, we're just going to kind of give you the facts, but we're mm-hmm. also going to answer questions that you have as well. So, um, and like you said, we like to do, you know, I, I wouldn't say canned presentations, yeah. but we like to prepare ahead of time, have our mm-hmm. slides that kind of help us stay on mm-hmm. track, you know, because right. <laughs> I get all over the place when I do. Um, <laughs> I do too. Yeah. <laughs> In yeah, fact, I, I like example. that. In, yeah. in person, you can do that and get mm-hmm. away with it. But And that's one of the things that we've had to kind of adapt to is that I noticed that when I was doing our last class that we did uh, through another um, another venue we're going through with YouTube and stuff, um, I noticed that, oh, man, I got to give more information on here and get more specific because they can't see me. Mm-hmm. I can't see how they're reacting. So I can't, you know, and they can't ask really 
you know, technically raise your hand in the middle and ask a question. So I got to right. change kind of how I'm doing things. So it had to be more, you know, visual in a sense with her presentation. So sure. it was, it was interesting. It takes a little bit more time, but it's worth it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, Zoom, we've used that Zoom. a few times. And then Microsoft Teams mm -hmm. is another yep. um, platform that we've been using. And so I, yeah, what you just mentioned too, about not being able to see the reactions of who mm -hmm. you're talking to, that takes a mm -hmm. lot of, a lot of getting used to. Yeah. Cause you can always tell when somebody's lost and even, you know, kind of say, Hey, you know, you, was there something I can, you kind of fulfill as far as that that gap that's there for you and, and that's sometimes what happens yeah. uh, we still have good questions and stuff but we've been um which is really good i mean this in a sense has kind of made us a little bit more relevant and, and made us get out there and do some things that we're not really accustomed to doing uh as far as not only our staff but the entire state um and then i think what spurred uh we we are starting to do a, a program that's called gardening in the gulf coast through um through well it's through teams mm -hmm. but we're having people register ahead of time and and kind of get in there so they can see all the different types of things we can offer and we have that like right now we've got a whole list and I'll you know, be glad to kind of go through those here in a little bit but yeah. a whole list of classes uh, that we've got coming on just in July and we've I think we've scheduled all the way out into October oh awesome so and we and it's all the horticulture and ag agents in the Gulf Coast region that are putting this together. Yeah. So it kind of helped to spur some new stuff. Yeah, so we're definitely gonna talk about that mm -hmm. um, a little bit more. And then we also, you've got some helpful tips on water and irrigation mm -hmm. that we are going to leave people with today. Mm -hmm. um, but before we do that, we're gonna take a little bit of a break. Um, we'll be back in just a few minutes. Uh, this is the Extension Hour here on Lone Star Radio, 104.5, 106.1, Amy Ressler and Michael Potter, and we'll be right back. Family and community health programs provide science-based education designed to improve the overall health and wellness of individuals, families, and communities. Developed by experts and delivered locally. Topics include child and adult health, nutrition, child care, financial management, passenger and community safety, and building strong families. All encouraging lifelong health and well-being for every person, every family, and every community. We are Texas A&M AgriLife Extension helping Texans make their lives better. A Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's radio station with talk, music, weather, and traffic for Montgomery County. Have a question or comment about one of our shows? Want to know how to reach a host? Just contact the station at IRLoneStar.com or call in and leave a message at 936 647 3776. Get involved with your community with Lone Star Community Radio. Does volunteering at a nonprofit horse sanctuary sound wonderful? Or are you a veteran or a veteran spouse and think trying a peer group session through a local Horses and Heroes equine program might be worth trying? Henry's Home Horse and Human Sanctuary, located in Grand Central Park by appointment only, is home to a growing number of rescued and donated horses. Visit our website at henryshomehorsesanctuary.org or check out our Facebook at Henry's Home Horse and Human Sanctuary for more information. Family and community health programs provide science-based education designed to improve the overall health and wellness of individuals, families, and communities. Developed by experts and delivered locally. Topics include child and adult health, nutrition, child care, financial management, passenger and community safety, and building strong families. All encouraging lifelong health and well-being for every person, every family, and every community. We are Texas A&M AgriLife Extension helping Texans make their lives better. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's radio station with talk, music, weather, and traffic for Montgomery County. Have a question, comment about one of our shows? Want to know how to reach a host? Just contact the station on IRLoneStar.com or call in and leave a message at 936-647-3776. Get involved with your community with Lone Star Community Radio. Statistics show that one out of every six Texans struggles with food insecurity and hunger. And many people don't eat enough fruits and vegetables every day. The Better Living for Texans program is here to help you learn how to make healthy menu choices, 
save money at the grocery store, prepare quick and delicious meals, get more good nutrition in your day, and get more physical activity. Classes are fun, friendly, interactive, and free, and taught in English and Spanish. We are Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, helping Texans make their lives better. Family and community health programs provide science-based education designed to improve the overall health and wellness of individuals, families, and communities. Developed by experts and delivered locally. Topics include child and adult health, nutrition, child care, financial management, passenger and community safety, and building strong families. All encouraging lifelong health and well-being for every person, every family, and every community. We are Texas A&M AgriLife Extension helping Texans make their lives better. A Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show with monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station message line at 936-647-3776 to take your first step into the radio world. Path to the Plate is a research-based education program that helps consumers understand how their food choices impact their health by making the connection to agriculture. Learning about how food is grown and produced and how consumers can make better food choices for themselves and their families, Path to the Plate is all about dispelling myths and misconceptions. Find out more online at pathtotheplate.tamu.edu. We are Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, helping Texans make their lives better. Listen in Mondays at noon to hear Conroe news from local nonprofits, businesses, upcoming events, Conroe Park events, news stories, and information that matters to you with your host, Margie Taylor of Taylorized PR. For more information about being a guest, visit IRLoneStar.com slash Conroe Culture. We have the safest food supply in the world. Strict laws and regulations restrict the usage of hormones, antibiotics, and pesticides within our food supply. Production agriculture practices and technologies such as the use of GMOs, which is not any more or less risky than conventional crop production, has allowed American farmers to produce more food on less acres in environmentally sound ways. Find out more online at pathtotheplate.tamu.edu. We are Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, helping Texans make lives better. The Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service has been dedicated to educating Texans for over a century. In 1915, the Extension Program was established under the federal Smith-Lever Act to deliver university knowledge and agricultural research findings directly to the people. Ever since, AgriLife Extension Programs have addressed the emerging issues of the day, serving diverse populations across the state. Texans turn to Extension for solutions in horticulture, agriculture, 4-H and youth, and family and consumer sciences. Extension agents respond not only with answers, but also with resources and services that result in significant returns on investment to boost the economy. Join us Fridays at one o'clock for the AgriLife Extension Hour. And welcome back. We are at the Extension Hour um, here during the world pandemic, and um, we're talking about all kinds of things that, you know, so you would think that, so I think is interesting when they talk about the lockdown and people just had all this extra time on their hands, you know, in some cases, <laughs> I felt, and I think that you said the same thing, felt busier, yeah. um, just kind of trying to adapt. So busier even like during the lockdown than we were like mm -hmm. kind of a normal, you know, things are just kind of rocking along right. and we sort of have a kind of a groove of the way we do programming but um you know then the world turned upside down and we kind of had to adjust and that took some time and some effort but i feel like um, as an agency texas a&m agri-life extension service and then as um, the montgomery county extension office we've done a, a really good job in adapting to that i mean mm. definitely not not perfect yeah. there's a lot of things <laughs> that we could be doing um, and there's a lot of things that we've got on the horizon that mm -hmm. we are looking um, at doing and and kind of adjusting the way that we do programming because you know really is gonna yeah. it's it we're in a whole new world now Correct, yeah. um so 
but we're still uh, just kind of rocking along doing some of the things that we do normally. Mm -hmm. For instance, our 4-H coworkers are mm -hmm. really busy right now uh, validating animals. Mm -hmm. So for animals to go to a stock show, um, they have to be validated, which means that the ownership is valid and um, recorded so that that animal is what they actually show at a stock show. Right. Um, so it's kind of funny if you're, yeah. you know, it's one of those things yeah. that we talk about that, yeah. oh, everybody knows what validation <laughs> is, but um, really. yeah. anyway, so they're out doing that very safely with mm -hmm. social distancing, which that means that it's been spread out a little bit more yes. than it would be normally, but, but that's kind of what they're doing. Um, and then we still, you mentioned, we talked to before at the break, a lot of phone calls that you're getting. Mm -hmm. um, our coworker, Brandon, still gets a lot of phone calls like Pond and Pond Vegetation, and I guess right. you get that um, as well. Mm -hmm. um, but that, and then a lot of other things, I just wanted to mention, there is a um, online learning platform that people can go to and utilize right. where they can find a plethora of um, mm -hmm. topics that they can um that they can access. Um, some of them for absolutely no charge. Some of them do have a minimal charge. Some of them include CEUs. Mm -hmm. um, so I think of uh, with family and community health, our um, child care providers, they can get some of the CEUs that they need. Um, with the pond issues, um, there's uh, pesticide CEUs mm -hmm. that are um, part of that. So anyway, that website is agrilifelearn.org. Mm -hmm. So if you're interested in that, definitely um, go to that. They even um, have like some tomato ones, grow oh vegetable yeah. ones now, vegetable 101, I think, on there as oh well. Yeah. So they got a whole bunch of different stuff on yeah. there. And, and adding things mm -hmm. often. So that is one one venue, so one way to get more information, but mm -hmm. there's lots of other ways. Yes. So we were talking kind of during the break, um, YouTube, uh, Facebook Live, you know, you know people... I have mixed feelings about Facebook. Um, mm -hmm. So not everybody is able to access that. But right. um, if you do have online access, that is one way. Mm -hmm. um, there And there are ways to see Facebook Facebook videos without actually being on Facebook. It's a little complicated. Um, but YouTube is another thing. Mm -hmm. And so you were just telling me that this Gulf Coast series is going to include yes. some uh, YouTube. Yes. Yeah, it's gardening in the Gulf Coast. And in fact, um, if you want to go look at these events, you can go to Eventbrite which is how you would sign up and register for it. And it's eventbrite, B-R-I-T-E dot com. And if you just search gardening in the Gulf Coast, it will pull up the upcoming events and you can register for the events uh, individually. Um, and, and some of those events, like our July schedule's out right now. I just got through doing the one on turf irrigation audits. And we'll uh, talk about that some yeah, later. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about give that Give you some tips. Bit. Yep, mm -hmm. uh, on July 1st at 10 o'clock in the morning, uh, they do one on, there's, there's going to be one on home citrus growing uh, by Virginia Easton Smith. That's uh, the ag agent down in Aransas County. And, and somebody say, oh, she's just an ag agent. Well, actually, no. Uh, she, she was, when I lived in Hawaii for uh, about four or five years, she was a ag, an agent there okay. on uh, growing fruit crops. So uh, then she just, by chance, moved to Rockport, close to where I was already. And uh, we got to, got to share our Hawaiian roots in a sense. And home um, citrus makes me think of, whether it's Matsum, Matsumuna, those oranges the that are like? Satsuma. Satsuma. Yeah, oh, Satsuma. my goodness. Yeah. Like, those are my new favorite <laughs> yeah. oranges. Yep, Satsuma oranges, Meyer lemons, and everything. She's going to kind of go through all that. Uh, we've got some really talented people. Um, the next one is July 8th, and all these are on a Wednesday morning at 10 a.m. Um, and uh, next one, uh, July 8th, after that, Young Tree Care, you know, for people who have just, you know, recently planted a young tree. Uh, Boone Holiday down in uh, Fort Bend County, he's going to be going through that. July 15th, they're going to be talking about cacti and succulent varieties, and that's uh, Kevin Gibbs, who who took my place down in Nueces County after mm. I left down there. Mm -hmm. uh, and then July 22nd, they're going to talk about fabulous figs for the Gulf Coast. So mm -hmm. we have figs out at our office and stuff, but uh, that's going to be Stephen Bruggerhoff, the horticulture extension agent down in Brazoria County. And the last one for this month would be July 29th, Earthkind Pests, Diseases, and Weed Control. And that's going to be my horticulture mentor, Skip Richter. From uh, He's actually in Brazos County now, moved over from Harris County. So. And he actually spent some time in mm -hmm. Montgomery County as well. Yes, yeah. yeah it's, it was kind of funny. Good old Skip. Yeah, we had good old Skip. And mm -hmm. yeah, we had. He was a he's he's been a mentor when I first came in, and he's always been a great source of information and fun to have. So I like teasing him too about his <laughs> his plexiglass window that's still in my office. So anyway, but yeah, those are some of the classes that are coming up, and you can get to those. Uh, what we're doing here locally is we're trying to post those on our mcmga.com 
website as well as through Facebook, the uh, Montgomery County Master Gardener Facebook. And then, of course, if you want to go to Eventbrite, and that's E-V-E-N-T-B-R-I-T-E.com, you can search Gardening in the Gulf Coast, and those programs will come up. Uh, and if you want to, the good thing about it is if you register for it and you're not able to attend, you can, it'll actually, we'll send you an email still because it requires an email to sign up, but we still send you an email where you can actually go back and watch it. So if you can't get into it on that 10 o'clock time frame and you want to watch it later, we send you an email so you can do that. And those are actually through YouTube and through YouTube, you have to go search kind of, it's kind of a roundabout way to do it right now because we're still processing and trying to get all this uh, squared away but we're still trying to move forward uh, but we're if you search AgriLife uh, extension presents some of those videos will pop up and I think there's three uh, three of them on there mm-hmm. uh, mine on turf irrigation audit we had one the olives on the Gulf Coast and then annuals for summer heat that was done by Paul Winsky out of Harris County so those are some of the ones that are already posted okay so just to reiterate, those are all in July, mm-hmm. um, the ones that you just mentioned, on a Wednesday morning, mm-hmm. um, live. They will be at 10 a.m., mm-hmm. but um, you can go back and watch them. But we do need registration for them. That's, yeah. um, You know, we, it would be great to just have them out. Mm-hmm. But we, we do need to know um, who's participating because mm-hmm. we are accountable to um, the state legislature mm-hmm. and the county commissioner's court who provides some of our funding. Mm-hmm. So um, it's important that um, we keep track of kind of who's participating. So speaking of that, that also reminds me that one thing that we want to um, caution people about is um, there's been some, we're trying to think of the word of it, like spoof accounts or something. So yes. there's there's like um, online or on Facebook, there's been some um, advertisements for programs that look like they're AgriLife Extension programs, but they're actually not. So they're um, just fake accounts trying mm-hmm. to get information, trying to get money and that kind of thing. So mm-hmm. so be really careful about, about that. Um, to make sure that it really is. And if you want to call and ask us, is this legit? Definitely do that. So call, mm-hmm. email. Um, and we haven't mentioned our, our phone number oh, yeah. is um, 936-539-7825 or 22 or 24. Two yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a few of them, and yeah. um, but those will get you. So 936-539-7825 is, is one of those numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, so just real quick, go through that um, those topics again. Okay, July 1st, we've got home citrus growing. Uh, July 8th, it'll be young tree care. July 15th, it'll be cacti and succulent varieties. July 22nd will be fabulous figs for the Gulf. And then July 29th will be earth kind, pest, disease, and weed control. So those right. are just the ones that are coming up. And the one that you did yesterday mm-hmm. was turf irrigation audit. Mm-hmm. All right. So we want to hear yeah. more about that. Let's take a little, a short little break, though. Mm-hmm. And then um, we'll come right back and um, we'll talk some more about what, what that class um, entailed and then just give the homeowners some um, tips mm-hmm. that they can take home with them from listening to mm-hmm. us today. We'll dive right into it. All right. So mm-hmm. this is the Extension Hour um, here on Lone Star Radio 104.5, 106.1. And we will be right back. You're going to need me. You're going to need us. All of us. You're going to need our help with your water, your air, your food. You're going to need our determination, our compassion. You're going to need the next generation of leaders to face the challenges the future will bring. And we promise we'll be there when you need us. Today, 4-H is growing the next generation of leaders. Lone Star Community Radio is ready for the summer. If you or anyone you know is looking for a summer internship, Lone Star Community Radio is a great place to learn the radio and TV business. Contact the station at info at IRLoneStar.com or call the station's message line at 936-647-3776. Lone Star Community Radio offers a great opportunity to those interested in learning about the radio world. Have a legal question? Are you a resident of Montgomery County? Call 281-645-6344 to talk to a volunteer attorney from the Woodlands Bar Association. We answer the phones on the first Monday of every month at 281-645-6344 from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. to provide general legal information and information about legal resources to Montgomery County residents. 
Listen in Mondays at noon to hear Conroe news from local nonprofits, businesses, upcoming events, Conroe Park events, news stories, and information that matters to you with your host, Margie Taylor of Taylorized PR. For more information about being a guest, visit IRLoneStar.com slash Conroe Culture. And welcome back. Here we are again on the Extension Hour. Uh, took a little bit of a break with the world pandemic, but we are back and we are um, talking about some really cool things that we're doing in Extension. Um, and so we mentioned a little bit about 4-H. They're still validating animals. Um, our coworker Justin Signs has been like really proactive in um, developing some virtual camps mm-hmm. for kids. Um, so those are um, some really great opportunities. They also have, we have some, um, they're called Clover Crates, and it's like a, a project in a box um, that people can request from the 4-H program and um, to be able to use that. And then um, one thing that I wanted to mention that we're still working on um, is we've been working with the Behavioral Health and Suicide Prevention Task Force um, here in Montgomery County. And there's several work groups, and I'm involved in one that's Building Stronger Communities. But that whole task force is working on um, helping to prevent suicides and promote positive behavioral health um, throughout the county. Um, We had this huge event that was scheduled for May 20th, of course, that didn't get to happen. Um, So it's been rescheduled for November 12th, and we're looking forward to that. But that group has been really uh, very proactive in providing resources because, you know, even with the pandemic, um, some of those those issues don't stop. Some of them actually um, become worse. So um, just trying to help people with uh, with mental health. And, you know, one of the things that helps people is um, get outside. Garden. Garden, (laughs) do some gardening kind of things. And so, um, again, we've got some resources uh, for that. And Mm -hmm. we had mentioned before the break some of the um, the, uh, gardening in the Gulf Coast um, online series. It's going to happen Wednesdays in July at 10 a.m. And you did one yesterday. Yes. um, And we talked about turf irrigation audit. What what does that even mean? So turf is grass, right? Irrigation is is the sprinkler. So you you know, bring it down to lay terms for people like me. Yeah. (laughs) And that's exactly what we did. Um, We wanted to make sure that we kind of educated homeowners on proper ways to water their lawn. A lot of people don't realize that in some areas we get enough rain where we don't need to add water. But yet some people still have an irrigation system and they turn it on. And the good thing about doing an audit is you're not only, not only can it be done just on a system that's in ground that has pop-up sprayers that water your lawn, Mm -hmm. you can do it. You can do an irrigation audit on your garden. You can do it uh, on a sprinkler that's uh, that's just hooked up to the hose. You can do the same thing, uh, and that way you know how much you're applying. Uh, I had a gentleman walk in, in fact, before the pandemic, came in, and he said, hey, I wanted to just thank you. He said, what you told me to do, and I went home and did it, and the next thing I know, my $350 plus water bill I'm down to $150. Wow. So he really kind of got to better, you know, better understanding of what it meant to, you know, perform an irrigation audit and why it's beneficial. And an audit is just checking things out, yes. just seeing what's going on, looking around, yeah. basically. Yeah. Right? And, and the first thing, you know, so it, sound, it sounds very fancy. Yeah, it, does, it does. It does. <laughs> I'm doing it, an in, audit. In some cases, we can make it really fancy, yeah. but I like to make it very simple because, uh, like I said, it can be done with just a hose in sprinkler. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and kind of give you an idea, you know, turf grass only needs one inch of water per week. Well, now that we know that, you know, the first question I get, of course, from homeowners is, okay, so how long do I turn my system on? Mm. Well, that that's an unknown because we still have water pressure that we have to deal with. You know, is, is we, do we have adequate water pressure at 5 a.m. or whatever time mm-hmm. it is? Or is it low? Or is the mist size of the, I mean, the droplet size of the irrigation system, is it too small? And it drifts off target. I mean, there's there's so many things that are variables there that that's why we do an irrigation mm-hmm. audit, so we can take out the variables. Mm-hmm. And we can say we've got research-based information mm-hmm. by catching water in this cool little cup that we can say, ooh, if I watered twice a week, I can know, I know exactly how many minutes it takes me to get that that one inch for that week. Yeah. So just because your sprinkler system has scheduling capabilities mm-hmm. doesn't right. mean that you have to necessarily have mm-hmm. it on a schedule. In right. fact, what I'm hearing you say is mm-hmm. you probably shouldn't have it on a schedule. You just need to kind of pay attention to how much rain we're getting. Yeah. You're getting in your area, use mm-hmm. a, a yeah. gauge, that kind of Especially thing. Especially for our area. Mm-hmm. And, and I have master gardeners that live in my neighborhood and they always go by and they go 
do you water? <laughs> you know, and no, I don't. Um, I don't really water like everybody else. In fact, I think I, I watered four times this last year yeah. uh, just because we get enough rainfall and I have a good, well-established root system. And it's the way I manage my turf, which makes it less susceptible to drought issues. Uh, this year I watered, I think, you know, we had a little warm period right here. I watered a little bit, but just the hot spots, just the spots that needed it. Uh, a lot of people don't take into consideration you know, they water their whole lawn, mm-hmm. but they don't realize that shade areas don't require as much water. What? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Grass grows slower in shaded areas because it's not getting the same amount of sun. Uh, so it doesn't require the same amount of water. Hmm. So there's little things like that. You know, the whole thing I like to tell homeowners is, number one, the first thing you should do is get to know your controller. You know, how to operate it. How can you turn those stations on individually uh, and learn the different parts of the lawn? or your landscape knowing that station two is part of the landscape and not the lawn is important Mm -hmm. you know because you you don't water the same and that's one of the main you know the main points but and then going out and turning them on looking to see if there's any heads sprinkler heads broken maybe they're clogged up and then the filters need to be taken out and flushed or maybe you just have a big leak and you just didn't realize it Mm -hmm. so what is the first thing that would make you decide to have an audit like just high water bill or dead grass yeah. i mean what is it that i mean what why should you yeah. do an audit why to should you with? do it well yeah. number one it just saves money yeah period uh, and, and it saves watery I, I have a i have my own theory and my own way of saying things and i say i would rather drink it than waste it yeah because oh, on the lawn because the fact is is that water that comes out of that faucet um you know if, if you're on treated water system that's for drinking Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily for the lawn. Which is another good tip right. for healthy living. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, there Michael Potter. Go. There you <laughs> go. And, and that's one of the, the things about it. There's chlorine and all the additives and everything that are in that drinking water actually inhibit root growth and plant development. Mm-hmm. So, and, and I always tell, I always ask people, so when do you notice that the grass grows best? They say, oh, right after a rain. That's right. It's got nitrate. It's natural. It's not inhibiting anything. So it, it spurs up and grows. In fact, that reminds me that I need to mow my lawn very quickly because we've been <laughs> getting a lot of rain. Yeah. yeah. And, and so, you know, that's one of the things you really have to pay attention to. And I, and I think that, you know, more importantly, not only saving you money, uh, you know, there's some indicators that, that show you that, uh, that, yeah, your grass could use a, a good watering. Uh, and we always call it the step test where you take about 10 to 15 paces, walk across your lawn in a straight line. And if you still see your footprints, past that halfway point to where you are, then your lawn probably needs to have a good water. It's thirsty. Mm-hmm, it's thirsty, yeah. And uh, we always tell people too, to, you know, water deeply. Don't water every other day. I, I've had people that water every day. Mm-hmm. They only develop a shallow root system in that turf grass, so they're not able to get it through a drought. And they keep wondering, why do I have to do this? St. Augustine is so bad. Or, you know, my turf grass is so bad. It needs water all the time. Mm-hmm. And they call and they say, is there a better grass? <laughs> and the fact is, there's really not. And the grass is not greener yeah. on the other side. It's, <laughs> it's not necessarily greener, unless you spray paint it. Um, <laughs> that was, that's a joke I use in my presentations. But the whole thing is, is going out there, making sure your heads are done, you are, are operating properly, that they're spraying in the right locations, that they're not spraying on the concrete or the sidewalk or down the gutter. I mean, that's a wasted money uh, that goes down the drain and a waste of resource. So let's go back. You said water deeply. What, do, what does that mean? Yeah, water deeply. Um, it, sometimes if somebody has an irrigation system, they'll want to water every day. Mm-hmm. And what happens is that water only stays, you know, in the first inch of soil. And so watering deeply, you want to get that water to go further down in the root zone. And the deeper it goes, the better, because it's going to be, that turf grass is going to chase those, with well, the roots, chase that water down. So they're going to have a good established root system. So the only way you do that is that, you know, if you think about it, one inch of water per week, which I think is about 623 gallons per thousand square feet of turf grass. So that, that's the, yeah, I can go, you know, when you think about that, that's all it needs in a week. So you have to split that up into two waterings. And, and what I like to refer to is that typically St. Augustine or any other turf grass should be able to go five to seven days without being watered again. Because okay. it should have enough moisture there to sustain so, it. And does that mean on the days you do water, you water longer? Yes, longer. Okay. And, and in some cases, people say, I can't really water long. 
because then I get runoff or I, you mm. know, I, that kind of stuff. Well, there's a, my neighbors complain. <laughs> yeah. Or, or it all goes out in the gutter and down yeah. the street. Uh, I did that to one of my neighbors one time. I'd asked him if I could install a sump pump in my front yard and he looked at me very funny, but we, we ended up doing an irrigation audit because he was watering the appropriate time. The problem was that the soil wasn't absorbing that water. So in order to help that, you would actually water to the point of runoff, take note of the time, and then an hour or two later, come back and water that zone again the rest of the time. It helps the water penetrate quicker and, and better and further down in the soil column. All right. So it's what they call cycle soaking. Okay. Okay. So it cycles through, comes back and waters again. So, and just remember one inch a week. That's what I like people to take home with them, so okay. to speak. Yeah. One inch a week. Um, and, and the whole thing is, is that uh, the less we water, the more stress that can occur on the turf grasses, especially if it's not established correctly with a good root system, we're more susceptible to, to uh, disease issues. Mm-hmm. We mentioned earlier, large patch. Yeah, which is a disease, mm-hmm. right? Fungi- yeah, is fungus? fungus. Fungal yeah, disease. Okay. And then uh, take-all patch, which is another fungal issue. And a lot of those are caused by over-management, too much water, too much fertilization. Mm. So, And it spreads in other ways as well, but typically stress makes those things more prevalent in turf grasses. All right. Um, so you mentioned nit- nitrates just now and, mm-hmm. and nutrients and over-nutrients. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so how do people know, like, how, what, you know, like what's wrong with it. Right. Um, we, of course I do a lot of diagnostics through emails. Mm-hmm. Um, send and, you a picture. Yep. Send me a picture. So we can social distance. That's right. So we can, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Been had, had almost triple the amount of, of emails mm. uh, that came through this last month. So, but that's okay because I'm helping people and I'm helping them better understand how to manage their turf. The whole thing is, yeah, send me photos. We'll go through it. I'll ask questions. I'll try to find out kind of what's the, I always like to say, I always like to go, what caused it? Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to know how to treat it, but the fact is I got to find out what caused it so I can keep it from happening, happening again. It's hmm. mm. an analogy for life there. Yes, exactly. <laughs> go back to the beginning, find out why it happened, okay. fix it, and move on. Um, and do it right the next time. And so that's, that's the whole point of how I like to solve turf, prop, turf issues. Um, so... You know, there's a, there's a lot of things that homeowners could do, be doing or could not be doing mm-hmm. uh, that that will help their turf grass. So, I, and I probably started chasing a rabbit there, but okay. um, so we were talking about the audit. So the mm-hmm. kinds of things that you look for mm-hmm. is that assessment of the the soil or mm-hmm. the kind of the root causes of what's going on. Mm-hmm. Is that part of your audit of the audit that you suggest, or that's just yeah, as I'm, problems come well, up? Well, and sometimes you, you go into a lawn that has been over well watered and you'll have dry spots Mm -hmm. well why do you have dry spots Uh, i always say that irrigation systems are perfectly designed on paper but they don't they don't take into account pressure they don't take into account wind shade and those issues so you may have to switch out the heads or the sprayers on some of your system to reach those areas uh, or, or make sure that they get enough water. And by doing an irrigation audit, you can really see that because you're going to have about you know 10 of these cups. You can also use tuna cans or cat food cans, something low. Um, and uh, you can measure the amount you know, after 15 minutes or 30 minutes. You can measure the amount of the water that is caught in that time frame. And that'll, of course, you know, if you, let's say 15 minutes, I get a quarter of an inch of rainfall. I know that I need to do 30 minutes twice a week to make my one inch as long as I don't get rainfall. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, those types of things will help as far as, as getting it that way. Um, so how long does it take to do an audit? So an audit does take time. You know, it's you, not five minutes yeah, and you're done? No, it's not. Um, Darn it. And I always like to tell people, you know, mark your sprinklers uh, when they pop up, especially ones that have problems. I, I typically like to take a, a, some of the metal flags, sticks with a little flag at the top and I put one through 10 or 15 however many you know stations I have uh, from the standpoint of okay I'm walking along and I've got station one on and this sprayer right here has a problem I stick a flag right there by it I put down on my paper station one number one it needs to be replaced or the head needs to be adjusted Uh, sometimes sprinklers over time will lean and when they lean, they don't spray the area effectively. So then it may need to be, you dig it up, you readjust it. Um, and the whole thing is too, homeowners can also just 
call a licensed professional to do it. Uh, and in fact, if you go if, if you go to Texas Commission on Environmental Quality, um, and you look up look up you know look up searching for licensed irrigators, they will come up with companies that you can actually search by zip code and everything else, and there will be recommendations there. And, and those would be people that would be licensed. But the common homeowner yeah. can make all these adjustments themselves. But it, it takes roughly, um, you set each station depending upon how long it takes you to get through the station. Mm -hmm. So How I, big your yard is. Yeah, yeah, how big the yard is. Let's say you have, you know, a, two stations in the backyard, two stations in the front yard. You can probably estimate it's going to probably take 30, 45 minutes. Uh, and that's just, you know, writing your notes, marking the things, and then going through. Then the next phase of that is going into making those repairs. And then the last phase, of course, once you get everything operating properly, is going through and doing your scheduling to find out how much water I'm putting out. You know, you place these randomly out in station one, mm -hmm. uh, and you run it for 15 or 30 minutes, and then you find out, okay, out of the 10 cups, I've got, you know, one that maybe is tenth of an inch, one that's a half an inch, one that's a full inch. So it averages out at the end, and then you're able to find out how much that station is putting out over a certain period of time. So. And, and so just in case um, people don't see the video of what we're talking about, it yeah. looks like, um, so it's, it's, what is it actually called? What's uh, the technical name it, of it? It's, it's a rain gauge. It is a really. rain gauge, and okay. It's, it's, just a, it's just a shallower rain gauge. Most of your rain gauge, gauges go up to five or you know, eight inches or 10 inches or something mm -hmm. like this. This one only goes up to one inch. Uh, and uh, they can be, in fact, you can, on Amazon, you can buy 10 of them for about mm -hmm. 20 bucks. Uh, and, and you just type in rain gauges, one inch rain gauges. Uh, I think uh, some of the hardware stores carry them as well. And they're about two bucks a piece is okay. about what they are. Um, but and you need one for like how many square feet? Yeah, one per, or need, just one per station? Yeah, you is need it? about 10. Okay. 10 per station. Uh, that way you could randomly place them. I have 20 just because I like to be more specific. Mm -hmm. But, um, of course, I sometimes deal with a lot larger lawns. So, um, But 10 is adequate as far as making And it looks like it's got a stake on the bottom. Yeah. So you put it down into the grass. Yep. And then it also has a little hook or so that you could put it on a fence, on fence or, or something. somewhere okay. you know, wanted to do that. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it's just like a miniature rain gauge with a stake on it. You put it in the ground, run your system, catch the water, measure it, put it on a spreadsheet. Average it out at the end. <laughs> I, I, the reason why a little I say, bit of yeah, a nerd there. A little bit of a, a nerd. Bit. Yeah. Well, actually, I, I dealt with somebody that was an engineer, uh -huh. and uh, I told him how to do this, and that's what I got in return was an email with a spreadsheet with oh, nice. twelve different zones, and each. I mean, he he did it perfectly. <laughs> Calculated at the end with formulas and everything. It was great. So, it, but it does help. I mean, and and so what a lot of people will figure out is that oh wow. I am overwatering. So a lot of the issues that they see are being caused by themselves. Okay. So if you were to just kind of boil it all down mm -hmm. to five easy steps for turf irrigation audit or figuring out how your grass is being watered, just to put it in lay terms, um, so what, what would be like the five steps or, I mean, it doesn't have to be five, yeah, you know, five. just kind I, of. I, it, it's three steps. Number, okay. one, number one is just getting familiarized with your system. And, and then in that system, you know, it's, you know, locating your manual, uh, finding out how to turn it on manually, finding out how to set the date, the time. A lot of people don't even know where the off button is or how to turn the system off, you know, and f familiarizing yourself with the different components of the system, looking to, you know, and I actually have, um, I have a little clear box mm -hmm. that I have my little cups Thanks. and catch cans in. Uh -huh. I have... Uh, extra piping because I know what I'm going to encounter for most part. Um, extra heads, extra nozzles, extra. I mean, I've got everything in there. I've got cutters for cutting the pipe, so I have all those types of tools, and it's it's really about gathering everything together and getting it ready to to utilize. So, so it's, step one, step figure one, out what you got. Yes, figure out what you got. Okay. Yeah, and if you don't have an irrigation system, good for you. It's just a <laughs> hose in deal. You buy one, put it in, and you're done. You just monitor it. You know, um, and, and then step two is the actual repairing, making repairs and adjustments, and then the last step, of course, is the scheduling aspect of it, where you actually get into the audit of how much you're applying mm -hmm. rather than just fixing the or making the repairs mm -hmm. on overspray or you know I, there's nothing worse than going down the street and seeing irrigation systems going on and it's pouring down rain mm -hmm. and, and they actually make sensors that will shut that off um, and, and so being familiar with those sensors and understanding like I look outside and it's raining and my system's going off 
I may need to replace that sensor, yeah. you know, and, mm-hmm. and so and it's little things like that that can be done by homeowners. And so how often do you recommend that people do at an le- audit? Yeah, at least twice a year. In fact, um, and there's a lot of services that are out there that 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 will come and do it for you. Uh, or you can do it yourself. I suggest doing it yourself. It's a little bit more fun. Um, you get wet. For you know, nerds. Yeah, yeah, you know, you get wet. You know, heck with it. Uh, water's a good thing sometimes. Um, but for the most part, yeah, once to twice a year. Okay. And, and, and it's just monitoring it. It's making sure that it is spraying in the right right areas or, or mm-hmm. appropriately. In ideal times, you said once or twice a year? I mean, is there like an a, like yeah. a, April? Yeah. 20, or? yeah, because typically we don't. We don't really turn on our water until May, late May or June, because we typically have a little dry spell in our area. Um, so I always like to say, you know, March, uh, that's when you start to gear up for the season. So that's a March, April is a good time to really turn things on and get it started. Uh, and then, of course, at the end of the season uh, or in the middle of the season would be another good time to do it, which is, you know, July, August. Okay. Uh, and that's another good time to do it. And, and you could do it a third time if you wanted to. Uh, all the way into like maybe October, just before you put the system to rest, uh, you know, protecting it from freezes or anything like that. All right. And so if you want to find out more information, email. You can call too, but you know, but but email will get you probably a better, more thorough answer Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, and more likely that you'll get to it. Um, There's also lots of online Mm -hmm. um, opportunities, resources. So mcmga.com is a great one. So that's that's the acronym for Montgomery County Master Master Gardener Gardener Association. So mcmga. Um, And then you can call too because we've got some great volunteers that are there um, that can answer questions. We have limited volunteers mm, at this time. right now. we're, We're not allowed Pandemic. Allowing them to come full capacity back in, <laughs> right. but yeah, we have some uh, several days of the week. But so if they don't get to your email right away, it will eventually get answered. Mm-hmm. And then one the more time, calls. the Gulf Coast Gardening Series mm-hmm. Wednesdays, 10 a.m. Eventbrite.com. Mm-hmm. Search for gardening in the Gulf Coast, and you can find out what happens. Like. Think, that's the other great thing. It's things that are good here because yes. you can find all kinds of resources all over mm-hmm. the place, but um, you're going to find out what works well in our area. Um, so, you know what? It's really been good to be Pleasure. back. Yeah, back in the yep. back in the studio. It's good to see you again, Dick. Um, we're just really happy to be back here again, mm-hmm. um, and we'll, we'll be back um, uh, on a future Friday. Hopefully, we'll get back on a regular schedule, but we love doing the Extension Hour because we like telling people all about Texas A&M right. AgriLife Extension Service, how we help Texas better their lives um, and we will be back um, 104.5 106.1 Lone Star Radio I'm Amy Ressler this is Michael Potter it's been great seeing you thanks Have a good one. Today's show was recorded and broadcasted live on IRLoneStar.com Conroe's FM 104.5 106.1 and all rights and ownership are reserved to Lone Star Community Radio. For more information regarding this program and Lone Star Community Radio, visit us online at IRLoneStar.com. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's community radio station, serving the community with local programming on TV, radio, and online. If you enjoyed today's program, please support us by sponsorship or starting your own show. Contact us today by phone or text at 936 666 1084 or email the station at lscrstudios at gmail.com.